Amen. Hallelujah. Can we clap some more to the Lord? Father, we thank you for the privilege in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Please let's have our seats in the glory of God. God is good. And all the time, we thank God for this evening and for the privilege to be in his house. Every opportunity to be in the house of the Lord is a time to hear something that will build us up. Paul the Apostle says, I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. And so, for us to be built up, we need the word of his grace. Amen. We will need to build up. We have to build up to come to the place of actually walking the inheritance that has been made available unto us by the work of Christ. And that build up is not necessarily in any place than in burying ourselves in the word of his grace. The word of God is the word of his grace. That is where our build up is. Bible says that um, the hair, as long as is a child, differeth not from a servant. Bible says that that, that hair is kept you know his goods and control are kept away from him until he grows and comes to the place of maturity and so sometimes the delay in walking in your inheritance is not the doing of God but much more about your maturity when we are not maturing we delay our possessions possession is one thing to have the possession Another thing to possess the possession. Possessing the possession is an issue of maturity. And so anytime we have the privilege to be in the house of God, God said in the book of Isaiah, he said that, and he said, the mountain of the Lord shall lift up above the mountains. He said, he shall teach us of his ways. So anytime we approach before God in Zion, he teaches us his ways. When we are taught the ways of God, I begin to walk in the ways of God, we mature. And when we mature, we begin to walk in the realities of the inheritance that is made available for us in Christ. I pray that this evening we will mature one more time. In the name, Bible says they move from strength to strength. Every one of them appearing before God in Zion. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. This month, we are looking at breaking the dam of wealth release. And all is for the purpose of the rescue mission. Amen. It requires wealth or prosperity for the kingdom agenda on earth to be, moved, to be pushed. I was having a chat with a, with a pastor this afternoon. And we're talking about missions. And he says, as a man of God, missions is expensive. Very expensive. And the truth of it is that we all have to know, we know this from the beginning of the month, that our prosperity is not for our self-gratification, but our prosperity is a tool in the hand of God for God's agenda. As soon as you don't realize that prosperity has this sole purpose for the service of God, we are disqualified from being stewards of God's wealth. What qualifies us to be stewards of God's wealth is being fully aware fully conscious 
having a deep insight into this thing that the purpose for material blessing is for kingdom advancement if we don't settle on that in our spirit man and our hearts does not change to align to that reality we disqualify ourselves from being stewards of God's wealth at best it will be hand to mouth hand to mouth give us our daily bread give us our daily bread that is not the prayer of the saint now the prayer of the saint is not daily bread small small bread no no not no few. no the 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 the, the prayer or the status of the saint now is walking in the supplies of God according to the infinite riches of Christ. So the saint does not manage wealth. The saint takes care of God's wealth. In other words, the saint does not walk in scarcity. The saint is designed to walk in abundance. Why? God's mandate is big. Therefore, needs big, big money to push it. Hallelujah. And so what to qualify us to be stewards of God's wealth, God's abundance for the sake of kingdom agenda is when we come to that place that we settle in our hearts, we settle in our spirit man such that without thinking you know it, you know it, you're knowing that the reason for my prosperity, my financial prosperity is for advancement of kingdom purpose. Hallelujah. Paul never said, my God shall supply all the money. He said, my God shall supply all your needs. <laughs> so God meets needs, but makes you a steward of wealth. Are you with me at all? So if, if you need clothes, God will provide the clothes. God will touch the heart of someone to bless you with the clothes. If you need a car, God will touch. And you see, it's when we are faithful as stewards that our needs are met without thinking twice my god shall supply all your needs my god shall supply all your needs god will go beyond the medium of exchange to give you the exchange you want are you with me at all hallelujah so we must come to that place we must settle in our hearts if all that you and i are thinking about is that when i have money i'll get my car i get my house you know put some event of my children so when they grow they don't have any problems and all that we think about is about us our family and that is it when you are like that you are not ready yet for in blessing indeed i'll bless you you're not yet ready for that one the place of abundance the place of abundance to the saint is when the saint is delivered from the wrong mindset of the purpose of prosperity if god is prospering you it's not for your self-gratification your prosperity god's prosperity for you is for kingdom advancement say lord i receive understanding i didn't hear that at all say i receive understanding hallelujah and so the more we stick with god's word our mindset is being introduced to god's kind of mindset now if we're going to break the dam of wealth release then we must also break the dam of our mindset if the the mindset is not released from a certain way of thinking and seeing things there will be a challenge if we're going to have uh, to have that experience of wealth release hallelujah and i want us to look at the issue of delivering our minds for wealth release 
by looking at the story in the book of Numbers 13, which is a very popular story. But I want to pick some few things there. Shout a good amen. Numbers chapter number 13. We're going to read the whole chapter. It's just 33 verses. It's good to read the Bible. Hallelujah. Paul the Apostle says to Timothy that you are wise because you have known the scriptures from your youth. People of God, as a, as a new birth, as, as a new creation, even just reading the scriptures makes you wise. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm reading the New King James Bible. Just follow on the screen or follow on your Bible as I read, I read from here too. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man, every one a leader among them. Remember that the tribes are 12. So a man for each tribe means 12 men. So Moses sent them from the wilderness of Paran according to the command of the Lord, all of them men who were heads of the children of Israel. Now these were their names from the tribe of Reuben was Shamua. These are good names you can give to your children. They're very nice names. Shamua, the son of Zachor, from the tribe of Simeon. Um, Shaphat, the son of Hori, very simple name. This one, you have this one, if your father's name, surname is one, just add just two names, you're okay. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh. From the tribe of Issachar, Igal, the son of Joseph. From the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, the son of Nun. From the tribe of Benjamin, Parati, the son of Raphu. From the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, the son of Sodi. I almost said Soda. From the tribe of Joseph, that is from the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi. From the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of Gameli. From the tribe of Asher, Sithor, the son of Michael. From the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Vu. This might be an Everman. Vuf, Vuf, Vufsi. <laughs> Hallelujah. From the tribe of God, Jewel, the son Jewel, the son of Mikmachi. Ananyasa. These are the names of the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land. And Moses called Hoshea, the son of Nun, that is Joshua. Alright. And they said, then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, Go up this way into the south, go up to the mountains and see what the land is like, whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many. This is what you would do in business visibility study. It's in the Bible. Hallelujah. Whether the land they dwell in is good or bad whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds whether the land is rich or poor whether there are forests there or not be of good courage be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes so this is what when we are going on missions we do we send a team to go and spy the land they go around looking at you know how the land is how are the people like how should we present the gospel there should it be by crusade or door to door do they understand english or tree so they are surveying the land hallelujah are you picking something from there 
Amen. So those of you in business, you don't just start business. You must survey that industry. What is lacking in that? What are the strengths of that industry? What are the weaknesses of that industry? What is missing in the industry that when you bring in will give you an edge? It's the edge that leads to the profit. Are you, are you listening at all? Hallelujah. So everybody is selling rice. What is it they don't have? What is it that is missing amongst these five people that will make my own have an edge over them? So you look out, you fetch through. It's the same thing happening here. They spy the land to see are they strong or weak? Do they live in a stronghold or intense? So that we can know how to strategize and conquer the land. What is being taught here to us before we conjure scripture is that there is a certain mindset we must have when it comes to kingdom release. People of God, supernatural prosperity does not exclude supernatural strategies. Are you with me? Supernatural abundance does not exclude the place of supernatural strategies. Now, I'm using supernatural alright as an adjective for strategy because you are going to come up with strategies by the influence of the Holy Spirit supernatural means beyond the natural beyond the reasoning it means that God is in the Bible says there's a spirit in man but the breath of the Almighty give it him understanding people of God when a man is putting together strategies for business under the dabar under the inspiration of the holy ghost there are details you see that your 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 colleagues cannot see are you with me now when hallelujah are you here with me at all be smiling so i can flow hallelujah so i can flow go i'm sensing a lot of things flowing so your smile will help your moodiness will throw it away hallelujah praise god when when i when 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 jacob had worked so long with laban and it was time for god to prosper him the supernatural prosperity came by a supernatural strategy it didn't just drop he said at night god showed me that supernatural god showed me and the idea was very simple he put a plant in front of them and cut in certain ways so when the animals come to drink and mate they look so they were fulfilling second corinthians 3 verse 18 as we behold him in the lamp we are trying you understand so as they look they produce after his kind that was by the holy ghost especially being in ghana where let somebody start business business right now everybody will follow most times those that start are the ones that make more profits but those that come like, you know, when the this is more. When now go, there's no profit to make in it. But you know something. When you are considering a business and you are being stirred by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, there are lapses that can become your strength that to look as if you're the one starting the whole thing again and push the profit to yourself. Hallelujah. The believer has an advantage. And that is what this teaching today, one of the things I'm reminding you of is this, that if you're a business person, whatever field, whatever field you're in, listen, people of God, God will always need a channel to send you wealth. 
God will always use a channel to send you wealth. <laughs> God will always use an earthly channel to send you wealth. 5,000 men aside, women and children are hungry. They must be fed. Why didn't Jesus tell them, open your mouth and look up? Close your eyes. Food is entering your mouth right now. No. He asked them, is there no food? And they said, oh, we have, but it's somebody's lunch. It's very, very small. That is, it. that is all that God needs. God needs an earthly medium to transmit a supernatural supply. So God needed something. That is why God wants us to work. Hallelujah. You cannot spend eight hours praying in tongues and not working. The wealth has been created. But the conveyor belt that will move the wealth from the realm of the unseen to the seen is waiting for work. Men ought to work for that to be a transfer. Else you are an illegal millionaire. That makes you a criminal. Are you with me at all? All that God needs from you is a work. A work. So the nature of the work is not the thing, it's the work. Huh? So you, you, you could be doing anything. Alright? As long as it's a channel, that is it. That is it. Why? Because you are doing that work strategizing not limited to what you learned in school or people's experiences but you are strategizing based on the inspiration of God upon you God is breathing on you it is called the wisdom of God it is called the intellectual dimension of God's mental faculty you, you are seeing things in a different dimension why? in thy light we shall see light God throws a light on the business and certain details in the business that are missing to anyone, you will see it and that becomes your point. Are you, are you with me? Whatsoever the righteous man shall lay his hands upon to do, it will prosper. Give me Psalm 1, verse 1 to verse 4. I think to verse 5. Let's read that whole scripture. Are you still with me? Hallelujah. <clears throat> Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Alright? He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. People of God. It's so beautiful. Anytime I look at this scripture, it's so exciting for me. The verse number two. Hmm? The illustration to explain verse 2 is the verse 3. So, you feeding on God's word night and day, you are like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You are in the abundance of God's word. It's like being planted by rivers of water. You are planted in the rivers of divine inspirations. Hallelujah. That brings forth fruits, forth its fruits, in each season, whose leave also shall not wither. And whatever he does shall prosper. So to the, to, the, to the saint, to the righteous man, he is wealthy not because it's a colored job. He is wealthy not because it's an oil company. 
He's wealthy because he's blessed of God. Why? He's planted by the rivers of water. He's operating at a different dimension. Let me explain some more. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now, Potiphar had had businesses. He had had companies. But when Joseph entered that company, the Bible says that Potiphar noticed that his business were doing well on the account of Joseph. Why? Bible says, and God was with him. You understand? And God was with him. Isaiah 11 says, and the spirit of the Lord shall be upon him. The spirit of wisdom, counsel, might, the fear of the Lord. So if the Lord was with him, it means that he had the wisdom of God. He had the counsel of God. He had the understanding of God. And therefore, when he looked at the man's businesses, he knew what to do to make it succeed. How do we know? He repeated it to Pharaoh. When Pharaoh had a dream and was confused. And then, Pharaoh was seeking for an interpreter of dreams. Not one that will bring solution. The dream, the dream is confusing the man. Not a solution. Now, <laughs> if it was just to interpret dreams, that's not extraordinary. But Joseph interpreted the dream huh? and then made the dream applicable. So that was a step further. Your key to promotion is not just interpreting dreams. You need to go beyond the dream to now make it applicable. Then you are worthy to be promoted. And the wealth comes to you. That is supernatural what inspiration. So Joseph says to the man, he says, so the seven um, fat cows are seven years of abundance. The seven tiny ones are also seven years of famine so so serious that even the seven years of abundance cannot be remembered and also the the seven fat um weeds all right were also the, they're all the same and it says so um this is the meaning of the dream so what's going to happen is that god is shown to your servant that a time is coming there shall be abundance and there'll be famine so my king find a wise man in whom is the spirit of the gods who can at the time of abundance store the food so that when there is scarcity he can open it up for them to sell the man says who else is wise no who else who else is what nobody can do it. so you know what take my ring walk him around apart from my throne you are next in command if joseph had just ended with interpreting dreams that would be okay thank you for interpreting everything god bless you so go back to the prison or at, at, at best um you were innocent so potiphar accept him you know what I'm to say? A provision of promotion with a key to abundance had been made in the realms of the spirit. But it also required that Joseph had to step up his game. Come to a place where he can access divine inspiration. So as certain details that are not available to others will become his edge. Are you with people of God? That's another example. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So as a saint... The work we do prospers. It's not much about the work that we are doing. It's much about who is with us. It's much about the mindset that we carry that is sharpened by who is with us. Are you with me at all? So you might be a hairdresser. There are many hairdressers in town. 
but you attend Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, what is that one thing I can do that will make people bypass all these shops and come to me? People of God, it will shock you to know the Holy Ghost could tell you that just come on time. He could just tell you, just smile more. And you see, people of God, when the Holy Spirit is giving you a cutting edge idea, it's not complicated. It's very simple. It's too simple that the human nature that you have, your human sense will say, this cannot work now. Are you, are, are you with me here? It's too simple. Holy Ghost, give me an extraordinary idea how to move this. Holy Ghost says, smile. Smile? There's no school you go, they tell you that. That for me to prosper exponentially in this business, I should just smile. It's too simple. And you have to note this. When the Holy Ghost is inspiring you to make you stand out, they are not complicated. Please, listen to the Holy Ghost carefully. They are not complicated. They're very simple things. You are expecting some, some algorithm, some metrics. He will just show you. It's wounded and you put it, say, huh, this one there, it will work. No. 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 Maybe more than that. Something very simple. The Lord help us to identify that simple thing. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, divine or supernatural prosperity does not exclude supernatural strategies. <laughs> the preacher in Exodus says that there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. If there's nothing new under the sun, you have to know something. People do not run to things that are not new. People say that men shall come to the brightness of your rising. Men come to risings, not common. Men go to uncommon. And therefore, if what we are doing as a job, as a work, whether you are teaching, people of God, let me say something. If you can ask the Spirit of God, a simple, Holy Ghost, give me that cutting edge. You will teach your students in such a way that your name will mention higher places. And men will come to the brightness of your rising. That rising said, arise and shine for your light has come. The brightness of your rising is, it happens when the light comes to you. When heaven touches you, that edge comes. That supernatural strategy comes to you. As a church, we are receiving such ideas. Hallelujah. So, don't only pray for a business. Father, I commit my work to holy hands. As I'm going to work today, let them buy you, let them buy. Let them buy you, let them buy. That one is settled. They have to buy. But why should they buy? In the Holy Ghost, what should I do today? Because you know some Holy Ghost, every day your mercies are new. What is that new idea for today that will make our profit higher than yesterday? And he will drop it. But please, when you are talking to him, don't think for him. Don't think for him. Let him do the thinking himself. Hallelujah. Oh, are you with me? So, they, they despised the land. That strategy. You are currently an intrapreneur. It means uh, you are... You are an um, entrepreneur in somebody's own company like Joseph I can be the yeast while this company should grow 
May God give you such unique ideas. Everybody's a photographer. Be a chebby. What what to make yours different? It, it can be found in a class. No, 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 no. It's from above. Oh, come on, people of God. John the Baptist said, because Jesus says, he said, He that is from above is above all. The, the only way to be above all is to come from above. Therefore, what to make you above all is when you receive it from above. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The widow came to Elisha the prophet and said, Sir, my husband left us a debt and used my sons as collateral and the creditors are in. And the prophet said, the prophet didn't say, Irato idea. They die by fire. If anybody touches you, they would die right there. Except I'm not a man of God. His mentor had killed people about two, three times with fire from heaven. So it's, and we all know that from the events in Prophet Elisha's life, he was doing double, double, double of what his master did. So if his master, they came, sir, king wants you, fire. Psh, sir, king wants you, fire. Psh. The last guy came, he was, I said, oh God, please, don't fire me. So I think Elisha could have said, woman of God, woman, if they come and touch yourself, your, your sons, if I be a man of God, fire will kill them. He said, what do you have? There's a supply available, but what do you have? I need something to increase it. What do you have? Say, I have nothing. If you have nothing, we can't do anything about it. What do you have? Say, uh-huh, I just remembered. We have a small bottle of olive oil that my husband used for his last importation service before dying. It's there. He said, huh? Go and borrow vessels. People go, does that make sense? Small bottle of oil? That perhaps was left after an impartation service by the man of God before he died. And you say, go and borrow vessels. Does that make sense? People of God, the inspirations of the Holy Spirit never agree to your senses. The day the Holy Ghost will speak to you and your sense says, yes, it is true. That day, he doesn't want, he doesn't want talking to you. Somebody was talking to you. He will never speak a word that will agree with your senses except he has enabled your senses to comprehend that. And the woman obeyed. People of God, as the Lord is giving you above inspirations, be foolish enough to obey them. And that's what we're taught on the fear of the Lord on Sunday. The woman went to borrow vessels. And the man of God said that when you have gotten the vessels, lock yourself up why because if you do this thing in public the public will make you know how foolish you are and you will stop doing what you're doing see people of god the inspirations that the holy spirit give you for your business strategies are not meant for public announcement because if you announce them as great ideas they will show you how foolish that idea is they will kill it they will water it down so shut yourself up in your room shut it up and now begin to pour into the vessels now the supernatural power of god of multiplication now began to work now began to work a bottle is sealed under so there's no how 
that bottle was connected to a tube that should be, you know, uh, filling all those things. But you know something? My God shall supply all your needs according to his infinite riches. Huh? There's a supernatural connection from the bottom of the bottle to this, the infinite riches of God. <laughs> and the bottle kept filling. It kept filling. The only time it stopped was when there was no room. I pray you create room for abundance. That army could have been better than that. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 5, the same thing happened. Brother Peter had done business all through the night. Nothing to catch. And then the personification of divine inspiration told him, launch into the deep. A simple word. He is the inspiration of the Godhead on two legs. He says, launch into the deep. Brother Peter almost got deceived by his flesh. He said, Master, <laughs> we're not joking here. We have toyed all night. The best time to do business. And caught nothing. But thank God, he quickly changed. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will do. <laughs> Jesus said, let down your nets. He let down a net. Don't let your limitations limit the unlimited inspirations God has given to you. Don't do that. Hallelujah. And when he did, what happened? There was a net breaking, boat sinking supply. God always needs a sample. People of God, whatever work you are doing is enough a sample for God to make an example of supernatural abundance with it. Take it serious. Hmm? Take it. If only I can get a work in town to do. When they are paying 20000 a month. I mean, everything will be sorted out for me. People of God. <laughs> if you don't adjust, they will pay you 20000 you will see nothing. Because they same you. New wine in old vessel. It will burst out. You realize they are paying you well. Yet, by second, third week in the month, you are asking somebody who is only being paid 400 cities for loan. It's not about the work. It's about positioning. Hallelujah. Verse 21 says that. So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rehob near the entrance of Hamath. And they went up through the south and came to Hebron. And Heman, I almost said Shiashi. Shishai. And Talmai. The descendants of Anak were there. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zuan in Egypt. Then they came to the valley of Eshkol. And they cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. They carried it between two of them on a pole. They also brought some of the pomegranates and figs. And the place was called the Valley of Eshkol. Because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Verse 26. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron. And all the congregation of Israel, children of Israel, 
in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit to show that. 28. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified. Very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession. For we are well able to overcome it. But the man who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. So how are they farming? And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak. They came from the giants. So we were, we, we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And we were in their sight. Do you see that? We, in our own sight, were grasshoppers. That's how we were in their sight. So how they saw themselves is what they are saying. That is how they too have seen us. So we can't take the land. But God had given a word long time before they were even, they were even born. Through their, their father, great-grandfather, Abraham. God says we give them the land. He will give it to them. He's giving it to them. God's word against what you think you saw. People of God. God can make a land flowing with milk and honey available unto you and I. But how do you see? Do you see a land whose inhabitants are giants and that the land devours inhabitants? Is that all you see? Do you see? Are you pessimistic? No opportunities in this business. There's no how this can happen. You cannot make it in Ghana. And you have to travel out. Go, go near. Watch dead bodies. Change diapers. Adult diapers. Be a gate man. Drive a truck. Sweep the streets. When even when you're in church, you will not sweep the church. You joyfully. First degree holder, second degree holder. You're sweeping the streets of America because they pay you hourly. You can't make it in Ghana. Ghana is too hard. God said He has given us the land. said not man said god said let what god said change our mindsets it must change our mindset when our minds are broken from the chains of 
contrary opinions to God's word. That is when we can lay hold on the things that have been made available to us. God said he has given you the land. Out of this same land, he will so prosper you that he can push his agenda everywhere it must go to. Can we be like Caleb and Joshua who position ourselves rightly and receive the proper inspiration from God? People of God, when you are not inspired from above, you'll be expired from below. The key for consistent inspiration and being relevant in the earth realm is continuously being connected to above inspirations. Your mindset must change. What mindset must I have in this season of breaking the dam for wealth release? Number one, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, whatever I lay my hands upon to do shall prosper. Are you with me? If you meet the average Jew, there's no Jew that thinks that his business will die. Uh -uh. I'm told in the UK, the, 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 the malls, the houses, the, the apartments are owned by the Jews. And some of them, you know the car they drive? They drive Volkswagen. Some of them drive Toyota Corolla, old edition. But they own the country. Then the ones who are owning the country are driving the range. The ones who doubt the ability to prosper in the United Kingdom, they are the ones rather looking so flamboyant. But the Jew, the Jew believes, you see, the Jew believes that they are unique, that they have the backing of Yahweh. And that if you place them in the worst of places, they will prosper that place. They believe it. They believe it. And Paul, they are probably going to say something. That we are of the spiritual Jew. <laughs> the average Jew pushed to work. Joshua 1 verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from mouth. But you shall meditate upon it. And observe to do all that is in the ring. So then you shall make your way. Why? Because when the book of the law is meditated upon day and night, what is happening? You are washing your mind. You are washing your mind from the mindset of slavery, from Egypt to a place of royalty. Then you can make things happen around you. Things might not happen, not necessarily because there are demons fighting the business, but your mind has become a demon to your business. But the continuous washing of the water of the word, of your mind, from where you're coming from, brings you to a place of courage, boldness, conviction, that when I sow a seed here, by the time I come tomorrow as a forest, the average Jew, has this in-depth understanding is in them they are in the desert but they said that they are the highest exporters of agricultural products and we are in Ghana we are in Ghana so I say Ghana we are in we have gold we have 
We have them. Mention them. Bauxite, diamond, cocoa. We have it. When you are traveling, you see lands, vast lands. Everywhere, lands, lands. But we are owing importation of agricultural products. Do I see some farmers arising from this church? It will be the reason why West Africa will have supplies of food. Is somebody catching that revelation right now? The average Jew. The average Jew knows that they are the blessed seed. They know it. In fact, they so believe that even if they put a corn on this, this, this concrete, it will grow. That's how much they have faith in what God has done in them. What have they not faced? With Adolf Hitler and all of those things. They are still there. You want technology? The Jews. They are the minds, the brains. People of God, we are off that same stock. We are off that same stock. By Christ Jesus, the two have become one. We are now part of that commonwealth of Israel. We are part of the Jew. The set aside ones. You understand what I say, people of God? We are not failures. No, we are not failures. We don't fail in what we do. We prosper in it. We excel in it. When we do business, we prosper. When we see failure, we take it, shake it around, sew it back again, and we prosper in it. We do not give up. That's who we are. These are not motivational words. These are truths that are at the, at the faribai of your Christian faith. Are you with me? Whatever business you are doing, I am telling you, I'm, I'm not prophesying something like I hear God. Eh, I am telling you right now, whatever business you are doing is a candidate of supernatural abundance. It's a mindset that I must have. I'm blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. You're selling clothes? Come on. I am blessed. Hallelujah. You are cooking. You are, you are, you are a caterer. Ha. Huh. We don't know, but anytime we buy your food, nobody falls sick in our home. So you prepare. You'll be cooking for us for the next day. We give you contracts. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the first mindset you must have is this. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Whatever you lay your hands upon to do, it prospers. Glory to God. Let's rise to our feet. There's a lot to celebrate God for. You want to lift your voice? Father, I thank you. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Whatever I lay my hands upon to do, it prospers. Lord, from today, I live under a continuous supernatural inspiration supernatural wisdom I have an edge in this business I have an edge in this company in the name of Jesus Christ I do not lack outstanding ideas I am humble to receive the simplicity of divine ideas and I put it to work and it is working it is working it is working in this same land that men 
say is difficult in this same land like Isaac God's word has gone ahead of me God's word is on my ground the land will yield for me oh men 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 shall come to the brightness of my horizon men shall come to the brightness of my horizon men shall come to the brightness of my horizon men shall come to the brightness of my horizon my businesses are increasing oh they are increasing just one more minute pray this prayer my businesses are increasing my businesses are increasing they are increasing they are increasing by the supernatural hand of God and by supernatural strategies they are increasing they are increasing yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord it doesn't matter what I do because I am blessed of the Lord whatever I lay my hands upon to do it prospers whatever I am part of prospers nothing fails around me I am the fertilizer of this business because divine life is resident in me greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world than he that is in the world <laughs> I'm like the stock of Caleb and Joshua we can take the land because God has said so. It does not matter. The, the giants will see in the land. It does not matter. The Anarchites does not matter. The giants in the land. It does not matter what the land does to its habitants. We are exempted because we are anointed for this. Uh -huh. For my heart shall thou exalt like that of the unicorn. I will walk upon my high places <laughs> in your presence is fullness of joy and at thy right hand are pleasures forevermore i am assured of your presence he said for i will be with you i will not leave you nor forsake you i will be with you to the ends of the age i have divine backing i have divine presence therefore i walk in divine illumination divine wisdom divine counsel divine knowledge uh -huh. by the seven spirits of god as mentioned in Isaiah 11 verse number 2 to 3 I prosper in whatever endeavor the Lord has afforded me ah yes in ministry I prosper I prosper in everything I prosper father thank you father we thank you our minds are transformed say my mind is transformed I am not limited in my mind my mind is set free I see like God sees as his word shows that's what I see there are no limitations in my life I have no setbacks in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus my business prospers I prospered my workplace I am promoted in that job place